Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. Do you ever get confused with all these acronyms, the OMGs and the TMIs and the, oh my goodness, I, I, I can't keep up with them. Well, in the health world, there's the BMI and the body fat, and they interchangeably get confused. Oftentimes, people don't know the difference. And you might be listening to this right now, and you might not even know that there is a difference between BMI and body fat. Um, Oftentimes, I find myself having to tell people that there is a difference and explain the differences between the two. And there is a huge difference. In fact, the two don't even relate. So what better time to explain this? Um, Body fat is a percentage. Um, Body fat percentage um, is, is not an acronym. Most of the time people don't refer to it as an acronym, but the body fat percentage is um, usually the percentage that is displayed on these fancy dancy scales that we get today. Um, And that is the percentage of body fat that we have on our body. So to clarify, the amount of fat cells um, in weight um, that is on our body. Um, It consists of both storage of fat and essential body fat. Um, There are several ways to calculate your body fat percentage, including bioelectrical uh, analysis, which is the scales that we stand on, or um, a lot of doctor's offices have those um, handheld devices that we can hold on to. Um, There's the skin fold methods. Um, You might have encountered those in PE class or your personal trainer might have those. And that's the method where they pinch your skin with this little uh, device. Um, And there are other methods um, that can uh, calculate your body fat. Um, and, and of course, the, the bathroom scale, uh, which has become more and more popular. Um, now, let's talk about BMI. 
BMI. Now, BMI is uh, a method, uh, a formula that the medical community has used and has adapted over the years. And this is the one that um, is displayed oftentimes on your medical charts. Um, certainly, if you've gone in for surgery recently, um, it, it's something that is referred to quite often. It is the formula of your weight in pounds, uh, typically if it's imperial BMI, your weight in pounds divided by your height in inches and then squared uh, by this figure of conversion of the factor of 703. Or you can just go online and, and figure, uh, look up BMI formula. Um, and this will come up with your BMI. Um, this conversion is an indicator of your level of, of how much overweightness you have or your high body fatness. Uh, BMI is used to screen for weight categories that may lead to health problems, but it is not diagnostic of the body fatness for health of an individual. And I'm going to explain this on today's show. BMI does not measure body fat directly. Okay, so I don't want you to get confused. When you hear me talking about percentage, um, I'm actually talking about the amount of fat on your body. When you hear me talking about BMI, um, that's what I'm talking about, the height divided by your weight measurement. Um, so the BMI does not measure your body fat directly. Um, but it is moderately correlated um, with this measurement of fat. Um, furthermore, BMI appears to be strongly correlated with a lot of metabolic diseases and, and oftentimes does direct with overweight individuals. So to make this, um, uh, put it into, into better perspective, typically when you have somebody um, and, and you take their height and, and their weight and you do this, this formula, um, when you take their, their weight and you divide it by their height, if somebody is, is obese and they weigh a lot, um, and you divide it by their, their height, typically they are going to have health issues, but there are cases if you take somebody who is extremely muscular, um, that might not be tall. Um, and, and you do this BMI calculation, um, you could take a, a football player, for example, or, or a wrestler, um, or a, a short individual, a, a gymnast, um, who is going to come up really high on a BMI chart. Um, and, and I can tell you from experience, my husband, um, who had a, a bad accident about 12 years ago, um, was listed as obese on his medical charts because they simply took his height by his weight. And in fact, his, his health and his actual body fat was just the opposite. So there are quite um, striking differences. All right, so what are these differences? Let's take a look. Um, body mass index, the BMI, um, has been uh, looked at as the most accurate way to determine the, the fact of the body's weight and health. BMI is used to assess risk factors for diseases, especially heart disease and diabetes 
diabetes, um, as the BMI increases, so does the risk of these weight-related diseases, including strokes and some cancers. Now, keep in mind, this is in most individuals. BMI is a measurement, again, of the body fat based on the height. Um, and I encourage you all to go online, just Google BMI calculator and give it a whirl and see where you fall. So here is a, um, a, a guideline of, of where you would fall. Underweight is considered less than 18. Recommended is 18 to 25. Overweight is 25 to 30. And obese for BMI is 30 or greater. Um, again, this is your your based on your height and um, and your weight. So the limitation of BMI um, that this measurement does not distinguish the fat from the muscle. So once again, if you are an athlete, um, if you are somebody that is a, a little shorter or a little taller, then you are going to tilt the uh, the charts on this one and and not come out as the average. According to some research, more than half of Americans have a normal BMI, uh, but have high body fat percentage, which is known as falling into the obesity rate. A person who has normal weight obesity is just as unhealthy as someone with high BMI. So let's talk about body fat percentage. All right, so this is where we take somebody and we actually figure out how much fat they have on their body. And in my opinion, um, uh, as a... Uh, somebody that that is a fitness expert, um, a nutritional expert. This to me is more relevant. Um, this measures how much fat we have on our body. And when someone is trying to lose weight, this is what we want to look at. Research on body fat has improved greatly over the recent years. And in some cases, the measurement may provide a better picture of the individual's risk of weight-related diseases than BMI. Uh, body fat percentage distinguishes fat from muscle, and it calculates the percentage of body fat in the body. Where BMI is just a rough estimate of body fat, body fat percentage is a much more accurate number. However, it is a lot more difficult to determine. Using body fat percentage, we can find that a highly trained athlete can be overweight. Um, according to BMI, um, it, it cannot show us that. Uh, likewise, a person of normal weight on a BMI scale may still be over fat and at risk of weight-related diseases. Um, the American Council on Exercise provides the following ranges for body fat percentages. Um, and I'm not gonna read them all, but I'm gonna kind of tell you where the average is for women and where obese falls, and same for men. Because for body fat, um, it depends on your gender and it really does depend on your age. So to be in the average to acceptable range for women, uh, you want to be around 21 to 28 percent. 
Um, and for obese women, it's 32% or greater. Um, and then for men, uh, to be in the average range, you want to be between 14 and 22%, where the obese range is 26% or greater. So when we're talking about percentages, though, um, and, and let's just look at women, for example, if you are over 33% body fat, um, this would mean if you if you weighed 300 pounds, let's just say, um, that would mean that one third of you is fat. Um, and that would mean that you would have 100 pounds of unnecessary fat on your body. Um, and, and looking at it that way, putting that into perspective, would mean that 100 pounds um, of, of this individual could be lost. And that 100 pounds is not only um, found on the exterior of the muscle, but it's also in the organs and, and throughout the vessels and all over the body. And that is what contributes to all sorts of health issues, diseases. Um, and, and that's what we really want to look at. The downfall, however, to body fat percentage as a measurement is that the methods of determining the body fat percentage um, are not all equal. And the most accurate methods are not readily available, just as I had mentioned earlier. The two most common methods are the skinfold measurements, um, which again, you may have seen um, at a gym. And even with that, the technician who is providing that test needs to be highly skilled and trained. Um, and the accuracy of those methods need to be done um, with careful um, and, and precise measurements. Um, I, I, I can tell you from experience, you could have the best um, technician doing the skinfold test with um, a device that is not up to par, and you're not going to get the best result. Um, and there are all kinds of different methods, um, such as x-ray analysis and water displacements, um, where you literally submerge the individual in water. Um, and the, the more fat the person is, the more buoyant they will be. So somebody that's really lean will sink to the bottom. Um, but again, uh, finding a place that has this and paying for this type of technique is, is not the easiest thing to do. Um, if done, however, by a skilled practitioner, it can be really accurate. Um, and the calculations can uh, be really valuable um, when they're accurate, but there is also large room for error. So, so basically, not only would you have to find a place that did it, but you'd have to find somebody that knew what they were doing and pretty much um, make sure that you went to the same uh, practitioner to test you each time because of the line of accuracy in between. So you're kind of like in a bad position here because now we have an accurate way of measuring, but we don't um, have that readily available for us. Well, because of technology, we have all these fancy dancy scales now that show us our body fat. And, and just like the world is flooded with these gimmicks that people buy, everybody has these scales now that tell us um, 
what our body fat percentages are, but how accurate are they? Um, if you're just joining us right now, you're listening to WHRULP, and I'm talking about BMI versus body fat, and I'm just about to talk about these scales, and most most people do now have a scale at home that does tell you your body fat percentage, but how accurate are they? And I'm constantly um, being called and texted by my clients, and then I'm being told, oh, I, I've lost 3% body fat and I've gained 4% body fat. And, and I'm constantly having to explain how inaccurate these scales are. So I'm going to talk about right now how these scales work and uh, that they are actually not as accurate as you think. All right. So body fat scales are very easy to use. Uh, you simply step on the scale and the tool measures both your body weight and your estimated fat percentage. Now, the weight part, I have to say, um, these scales have come a long way in measuring your weight. Um, I, I remember back in the day where you were able to manipulate the scales and 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 kind of move them around the room to get the number you wanted to see. Well, nowadays, these scales are really, really, really accurate as far as your body weight goes. But the percentage of fat that's displayed on there um, is a little uh, less to be desired. Um, such scales work uh, with the help of sensors underneath your feet that use these bioelectrical components. Um, when you step on the scale, a small electrical current runs up through your leg and across your pelvis, measuring the amount of resistance from your actual body fat. Then these sensors in the scale measure the level of resistance that the current has met as it travels back through your other leg. It's actually really amazing. And if you look it up on Google or, or on YouTube, um, it's astonishing to see how this technology works. But depending on the type of fat, scale that you have. The information um, actually can link up to your smartphone and smartwatch. And it's really cool how you can see all these apps on your phone and it's appealing. It's, it's amazing. You can share the information. Um, but um, the greater body resistance uh, that you have means the higher fat percentage you have. And this is due to the fact that the fat contains less water um, than muscle. So it's denser than muscle and more difficult for the current to travel through. So this is how it figures it out. The primary advantage of using this fat scale at home is convenience. Uh, so there is truth to the way this works. Uh, the scales are easy and they're safe to use. Even though they're inaccurate, they could help you um, see a rough estimate of the effectiveness um, over time. However, um, the way that they measure um, is not giving you a valid number. So what my message here is, um, the body fat scales are not an accurate method for estimating the body fat. According to doctors and researchers, they typically overestimate or 
underestimate the body fat by a large amount. Um, and, and as somebody that's been in this industry for two decades now, um, I can tell you that I have been highly trained in the skin caliper uh, method, and I have the state-of-the-art skin calipers that I have purchased. I've done several tests with the skin calipers on myself and on clients, and I have seen um, uh, inaccuracy readings up to 10% in some people um, between the scales and the calipers. However, just like I said, um, although the scales are not accurate, um, you are still seeing a consistent drop in measurement. So what I'm trying to say is this, if you get on your scale at home and it's saying that you are 25% body fat, even though that is not the case, let's just say you really are 18 um, and you lose body fat, um, your scale at home is going to say 22. Um, it's showing a loss still. Um, even though you don't know what your true percentage is, it's measuring the loss. And, and realistically, when we are on this quest to seek improvement in body fat um, and in weight loss, our goal is to see a drop in body fat and to avoid an increase in body fat. So these scales will definitely show that. Um, on the flip side, uh, it will indicate an increase. So if your scale at home shows 25% body fat, and after the holidays, it shows 32% body fat, although the percentage may not be the true percentage, the fact that it went up is telling you something. So the message is loud and clear, and that should still show um, a eye-opening um, piece of mind to you that your habits either need to change or that you're doing something right. Um, so according to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, um, BMI is a good tool for screening whether a person is underweight or overweight. However, it does not measure body fat directly. BMI does not take into account a person's muscle mass. Exercise can help lose fat and gain muscle. A muscle is much denser than fat. A person's body weight may actually increase as a result of exercise. A person should and can use both body fat values and BMI values to help guide their dietary and exercise choices. If either value is higher than average or lower than average, it is best to consult your doctor. Higher values could indicate an increased risk of cardiovascular disease and having a BMI or body fat below the recommended range is also an indication 
of health risks. So the bottom line is you should know where you fall. Obviously, if you are an athletic and muscular individual, your BMI might come up high. But if your body fat is low and you kind of know your numbers, um, it's kind of a really good place uh, for you to understand where you fall. Um, some methods that can help uh, you estimate your body fat at home can be that scale. But like I said, um, take that all into consideration. And if you are really, really interested in, in knowing your numbers, um, you can find places that will do the um, calipers. Um, there are places that do the body pod, which is where you literally will be submerged in water. Um, it is a fascinating way to determine. It's called the hydrostatic underwater weighing. Um, I know that there are locations around here that you can do it and they're not that costly. Uh, usually they run around 50 to $100. And if, if you did that, if you were someone that was really interested in doing that, it is something that you um, can do and you'll have an idea of where you fall. But in summary, body fat scales are not very accurate at summarizing um, a person's body fat percentage. However, they do provide a rough idea of how much fat a person does have on their body. But overall, my, my biggest motto, and I've said this all week long, we shouldn't use a scale to determine how we perceive ourselves. A scale should be a measurement that will help us guide our overall progress. We should really go by how we are using our overall health behaviors if we're eating right and we're exercising, we're hydrating, and overall, how are we feeling? If you feel great, most importantly, and you look great, secondly, use that scale as a guide. Obviously, we have to use that scale somewhat to, to, to guide us because no matter what, no matter how great we, we look and feel, if the scale is, is up words by 10 pounds, we, we must take that into, into consideration. But um, definitely take a look at your BMI and, and educate yourself on what your body fat is because these are all indicators of your health. And no matter what, OMG, have a fabulous day. TTL. It's all about where you going.